everyone, and welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm James Anderson, one of your hosts. And I'm Colin Parker, one of your other hosts. On this show, we assemble the MCU timeline, scene by scene, in historical order, until the end of time. That's right, Colin, and we got a, we got a short one here for you today. Oh. You're going to start Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 7, Episode 2, start at 2655. You're going to end 37 short seconds later at 2732, and here's okay. what happens. May is put back in the pod. That happens off screen. She's just suddenly back in the pod. While she fought Enoch about taking a sedative, she allowed Simmons to give her one without a fight. Enoch points <laughs> out that Agent May is clearly malfunctioning. He also informs the others that he was unable to make contact with Mac, but did make considerable advances that will pay off when they are closer to their destination. So this is basically sort of a aftermath. This, you know, we've put her back in the pod. She's going to keep cooking a little bit. <laughs> Mac is not been contacted but we're making good progress we're you know sort of the, the the orchestra is slowing down so that we can sort of get back build up back to that crescendo but not yet so colin um i have uh a question and then what i called a hiccup but i guess it's sort of a complication of the question so here's the okay. question and then mm -hmm. i'm gonna ask you uh, the same question but with the, with a complication added here's the question and i hope you'll understand how i got here if you don't i'll explain it if you could have one electronic device or appliance that you own become sentient and responsible for your extended healing, which one would you choose? While you think, let me just explain to the listener. When, when Enoch says she's clearly malfunctioning, it made me suddenly be like, this is a machine taking care of this person, treating her like a machine. Now, granted, she has been acting like a machine and... So maybe that's fine. Yeah. But like if someone was like, James is clearly malfunctioning. I'm like, can I get a human? Can I get a human in here, please? So uh, that was where this question came from. I would say perhaps. Okay. I guess like maybe just my laptop or something. Okay. Because okay. that way I could just heal and still watch like Disney Plus mm, and, sure. and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, and just be like, you know, lie down. It could just sit next to me. Yeah. I could take a little nap and then eventually my laptop would be like, ding, hey, you good? I'd be like, yeah, I'm good. It's like, okay, well, keep, you know, resting in the glow of my soft blue light. And I'll go, ah, thank you, healing laptop. You're welcome. MacBook Pro Professional Health. In, uh, nope, I couldn't get there. In Alfonso time. Mac Kenzie. Alfonso Mac book. <laughs> there you go. Okay, here's the hiccup. Here's the complication. Okay. What if it also had to be able to fight Melinda May? Well, then a refrigerator. Um, I was. I knew you were going to say refrigerator. <laughs> refrigerator is basically the only answer, I think. <laughs> I think so. And I think the reason for that is mostly just size. Yep. yep. Because that was, I mean, honestly, she only really won that fight because he was kind of pulling punches a little bit yeah because he's like i do not want to hurt you and she's like but i want to hurt you right yeah uh but when she first hits him and he like does not move right <laughs> you're like that's kind of the only saving grace that enoch has in this moment right yeah. is like is that like mass and so i feel like my refrigerator is the only thing hefty enough yeah you know yeah to really 
to really do that. I mean, like Absolutely. maybe a washing machine, you know, give them yeah. a little spin cycle mm-hmm. kind of sure. thing. But for sure, you know, yeah. I don't know. I think you're correct. Yeah. Although, you know what though? What? This is about to show what kind of person I am on this podcast. Okay. Because uh, I don't think I've ever mentioned it in Timeline Scavengers. I've just realized another option that I have could be my Peloton bike. And that is because it would be the most fit of all the electronic devices mm. in my house. Uh, and it has an array of courses that I could be pulling from cycling, strength, meditation, mm-hmm. uh, you know, boot camps, things like that. So like it's got a, an array of, of courses that it could, you know, consider and think and all the knowledge of all those instructors, yeah. plus some really good tunes, you know, it could pop in a quick 30 minute pop punk ride and just, you know, the little arms that your feet go on, like those little like handles. And like, you know, when Pedals? people do that. Yeah. Well, but I'm saying like, I'm, I'm considering these like arms for a brief oh, moment. Oh, yeah, like, I got you. Got you. Because like, you know, that you motion forget? that you make when yeah, you're like fighting a, like, like a, a, a punching yeah. bag, like, yeah. right. And you're like, right. Like that's what that would do. It would lean back. And the little pedals would pop, 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 pop. And in the background, you would hear like, all the j- 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 small things. You know? <laughs> and someone going, all right, let's turn up that resistance. Bam. And then, you know, hit you know, hit hard. And then it's like, all right. And speed test, go. And like, just like really change it up. I want to see this movie. I, I'm actually really upset right now because like you've just described to me something incredibly good. Plus, you can get like that needle drive of like, it's it's playing on the bike, and then you mm-hmm. bring it up for the whole soundtrack to to have yes. while the fight happens. Yeah, that's that's amazing. And the thing is, like, it has a screen, yeah. so it could be showing you a class, but then like it takes a hit that's really hard, and then it turns back, and for a brief moment, the class goes away, and it's like a red screen with like black angry lines face. that are yes. drawn for like an angry face, like Absolutely. you know. Yeah, I packed your angry or eyes. Almost like a soundboard. It just yeah. cuts up different dialogue from different yes. classes. Yes. So like it cuts to uh, you know, they push, you know, May pushes it over, and then the screen turns and it cuts to Kendall Tool saying, They can knock you down, but baby, you never let them knock you out. And then it gets up and throws its own punch. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, when May is taking a second to get up, right, it'll cut to like Alex Toussaint being like, I know you're not gonna give up on me right now. Let's go. You know, like <laughs> hyping her up to be like, I'm here to fight. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, I would be down for that. I like that. Very good. Very good answers all around. And then at one point you get hit so hard, just randomly it plays one of the classes in German for a second. Oh. And that's the equivalent of like seeing like the stars yeah. or whatever running around the head. Dr. Lieber. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So all that means is that there's left is our, is our closing segment. Which has mm. been music of 1931. It has been TV of 1931. Last year, last week, or a previous episode, it was the mm-hmm. highest grossing film of 1931. The only media we have left, The Lord of the Radio. Land. Oh, no. The Lion. That was music. The Lion of the. No, you had it correct. It is radio. The Lion King oh. of 1931 of media. That one, that one's hard for me. What does that mm. mean? It's the, uh, the king. Mm. So basically, what we're doing here is. Radio milestones in 1931. So we're going to go through the calendar of 1931 and just sort of like some debuts, some sort of some payola. Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, I'll have to check my <laughs> PayPal uh, to see if I'm oh, okay, if I'm yeah. changing exactly what I'm going to. Ch- oh, I, and ch- ching. Okay, so Myth Takes is a radio show that uh, 
All right. So January 4th, 1931, the Fred Waring Show debuts on NBC. According to This Day in Network Radio, a daily calendar of births, deaths, debuts, cancellations, and other events in broadcasting history, which was the title of the book that they went with. Um, Once again, 19th, I mean, that's not from the 1930s, but it's just like nope, people yeah. love for that, like talking about that kind of time period, just naming exactly what it is. Yeah. Same with that show that you just mentioned. They're just like, it's, uh, I don't know who's on it. The Fred Waring show. Yeah. But I mean. No, no. I was going to say, so it's like, yeah. so it's like, uh, oh, who's on the show? Fred Waring. Uh, great. Yeah. Just, uh, just slap show on the end of that. And that's good. That's right. good enough. I mean, to be fair, that is still what happens today. I mean, that's, that's not changed, but here's they set the, Fred... the precedent though. Yeah. That's true. That's true. The Fred Waring show is an American old time radio musical variety program. Oh, it was okay. broadcast in variety in a variety of time slots from February 19, February 8th, 1933 until October 4th, 1957. Now you may be asking me, Hey James, what the hell are you talking about? Because I said that January 4th was when it debuted. And that's why I put what book said that it debuted on January 4th, because this other thing in the Wikipedia said that it didn't debut until like two years, two months, and four days later. So I don't know. Debuts are weird. Some It was probably like an indie, like it was on like a an indie label for those two years, and then it got moved up to the major. Do you think it was like a backdoor pilot situation? Maybe. And then it yeah. got greenlit in yeah, between exactly. seasons? Exactly. So, like when the Flash happened, technically in Arrow, which right. is DC, but right. whatever. Or when the Office had the farm and no one wanted it, so they're like, "Okay, I guess we'll just, I guess we'll just do the good place." And everyone was like, "Yeah, yeah." So, um, oh, I just pictured a world where Mike Shore did the farm, and not the good place, and that just gave me chills. Okay, uh, the program was sometimes <laughs> called Chesterfield Time or Pleasure Time because cigarettes Ooh. were a thing that happened. Um, Musician Fred Waring starred in the shows which featured his orchestra and chorus. An article in the trade publication Broadcasting described Waring's programs on radio and later on television as featuring, quote, friendly banter with his crew, plus renditions of old-time favorite songs and ballads by the chorus and vocalists. So we're getting into sort of modern-day-ish sort of here's a song that you know, here's some banter like DJ stuff that we're, that we're used to now, but, uh, like live was, karaoke, but it was like, right. I was also thinking like a, like a me first in the gimme gimme show. Mm. Um, <laughs> or like the, you know, the, the hidden tracks on Mark, Tom and Travis show plus me yeah. first in the gimme gimme's like music, um, but radio appropriate, <laughs> right? So nothing. So silence, just complete silence. <laughs> hey, so there's, there's a none of, kid. It's that, that premise, it. but none of those actual songs. Oh, right, yeah. right. Exactly. Um, so, uh, that is radio of 1931. Um, the confusing times of when things debuted edition. Um, and that is going to do it for me for this episode. Colin, if you want to take us to some social media. Absolutely, James. So let's get on out of here. Let's, uh, do a radio sign off. Uh, let's see. This has been W T S no T I W mm -hmm. time is weird, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I would like to recommend to you all a little website called patreon.com mm. slash the scavengers network. Patreon.com slash the scavengers network is the home to all of the bonus content uh, for the shows on the network. 
where we put out things such as a actual play podcast about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or perhaps an actual play podcast about being a newsie or perhaps it is a bonus episode or behind the scenes stuff from Side Character Quest or perhaps it's James and Aaron and I eating Dr. Pepper flavored cotton candy. But again, just to reiterate, patreon.com slash the scavengers network for just $2 a month. You can get all that bonus content and more uh, with a lot more cool stuff planned for this year and uh, for the future. So check it out and we'll see you there. And that's going to do it for us here on this episode of Timeline Scavengers. As always, I'm Colin Parker. And I'm James Anderson. Excelsior! Previously on Finish It. I jump on the woolly mammoth. Very nice. Eventually, you become captain of your own ship. You become the captain of your own ship? <laughs> Life is harsh and simple with the cave people. No boy. Vampire advances toward you step by step by step. The usual way. <laughs> does that sound like fun? Yes, it does. I'm Matt Yule. And I'm Chris Yule. And on our podcast, Finish It, we're going through all the interactive fiction books ever. And we read every single page, and we don't stop until we got every drop. <laughs> We're going to juice these books. Find us at finishitpod.com or finish it on any pod catcher. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.